1: Good morning, and it's time to get up with the best NBA night of the year. We got superstars, we got comebacks, we got a ridiculous buzzer beater. You've got to see it all right off the top. And then the final exams have arrived. The biggest names, the biggest games, including one that could suffer the biggest bust of the entire season. And then the icon the young stud, and the aging vet. Will this be their final dance? And if so, what comes next? We've got all the answers on a football Friday. Let's do this yeah. yeah. Oh, the big swagger. Woo. Mark is in town. They got countdown tomorrow. We got football tomorrow. We got football on Sunday. We got casual Friday from Graziano. on <laughs> <Graves> looking good. <laughs> what, sir? We'll get to all the NFL stuff in a minute. But when I tell you we had the two best NBA games of the year last night. Let me take you through them. The comeback of the year, Jokic and the Nuggets, Steph and the Warriors. Pick this thing up in the fourth quarter, Swagu, midway through the period. Here's Steph going to the dish. They're up 16. Stay with the play. They're going to turn defense into offense. They've got an 18-point lead.
2: I love the fact that they're getting up and down the floor. This is what we know the Golden State Warriors for. And in order to try to beat Denver Nuggets, you got to go fast.
1: But in the meantime, the Nuggets were not done. Again, down 18 midway through the fourth. But here they come, elementary, my dear Peyton Watson. It's a four-point game. A minute to go. Murray, Jokic. Jokic, Gordon. Gordon had 30. Nuggets make this a two-point game, and then Jokic will not be stopped <laughs> out on the block. It, Look it, at him. It
2: doesn't happen. It never happens. And when he gets the ball, everybody get out of the way. I'll take care of
1: it. Here's the finish now. The finish of the NBA season. 12 seconds left. Steph Curry in a tie game. Draws a double team. He's looking to go cross-court. Curry's going to throw it away. 3.6 seconds remaining. The Nuggets are going to have a chance to win it, and watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Jokic has
0: it. Clock takes. Got to put one up. Jokic for the win. Oh! It's good! Jokic got it up! Just
2: go home, Golden State.
1: What did you say there? Just
2: take your butt home after that. 15 <laughs> yeah, yeah. does it again. It right. reminds me of the one he hit last year against the 76ers, man, right over the top of him.
3: Did he call backboard? No. no. Charles, Charles asked nothing. him that. <laughs> Barkley
1: <laughs> asked him, and he said, my friend, it went in. 34, for, <laughs> 34 <laughs> for Jokic, 30 for Steph. Listen to this. In the last four games, Nikola Jokic has missed five shots. Wow. Not five shots per game, five shots total. 80, He's 80. shooting 89% oh. from the floor market. Oh. 89%? Yeah, but they're all layups like that. They high percentage. They are <laughs> percentage, <laughs> okay. obviously they high percentage. Wait, you thought that was good? <laughs> yeah. Here was the game of the year. Giannis versus Wemby. Yeah. This was the most entertaining basketball game of the season. We could have made this a 15-minute highlight. Second quarter, just Marcus, watch. Well, once he gets
2: to the middle of the lane, it's over. But and stay with the play. Going.
1: Stay with the play. Speaking of over, watch Wimbanyama. Here we go. Just watch what he does right about now. Jeez. <laughs> oh. The man
2: can take two steps from the other end of the floor.
1: <laughs> Look at me. this. But I mean, the athleticism. That,
2: that is what is so people are so enamored with. Tall, long, great. You want Athletic to see something
1: wild. you've never seen before in your entire life? Watch this.
0: Oh, goes back Oh, no! And <laughs> puts it down! <laughs> I mean, Are you 20. kidding me? Come on. Unicorn. Stop it. Stop this
2: holes can still be on the ground.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Now watch this. Look at Giannis working in the lane on Wembenyama. Oh, I'll show you one. There's a back and forth. We go fourth quarter. A minute ago, It's a three-point game. Watch the defense. is going to play here. Watch the defense. Wembenyama at the rim. Okay. Now, he's got the block. Stay with the play. Where's Wembenyama? Trailing. And what's he going to do? He's going to get the ball and bust a three. That's exactly Bye-bye.
3: right. Exactly. <laughs> Please
4: never
1: let this game end. Next Milwaukee possession. Giannis. Just the one. With authority. Yeah. Oh. yeah, middle of the lane. Bucks lead by three after a three point play. Giannis throws it down hard. He had 44 points. 30 seconds left. Giannis. What do you think Wemby's going to do to him right here? here? This Wemby, the one here. This Wemby. Is the one. The, oh! oh, oh. Wow. This the highlight of the day, G. This is the one. I know
2: y'all like the behind the back, but oh!
1: this is the one. This
2: does not happen to Giannis.
1: No, I wonder if he's strong enough.
2: Please Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. yeah. If
1: Trey Jones makes the shot, we would have overtime, and we would have loved more oh, of this goodness. game. It doesn't go, and so the Bucks win at 124-121 in what was the best Ooh. game. Of the NBA season. All right, more on that as we go. Let's get to the NFL final week of the football season is upon us huge matchups swagu i'll start with you bills dolphins sunday night what are you watching
2: i am watching to see if the bills can continue to keep james cook cooking Mm -hmm. because right now he's become the focal point of this offense it's made josh allen more comfortable it's made everybody more comfortable this offensive line is starting to look physical and aggressive this is a phenomenal change that joe brady has implemented in Buffalo and I think it's the reason why if they get into the playoffs they could be a real problem if they win
1: they're a two seed Mike T Colts Texans winner is in what are you watching for C.J.
3: Stroud own the moment here can he close the deal on a heck of a rookie year should have been the first pick overall win and you're in against the Colts team that surprised people so mm. no tank Dell but he's back full strength after the concussion Greeny. They close the deal and get them in. Winner is in tomorrow night. Graziano, Packers can clinch a
1: playoff worth if they beat the Bears. What are we watching for at Lambeau? The
4: health of the Packers' pass catchers. As great as Jordan Love has been, he has been doing it with a banged-up group of wide receivers. But this week, Christian Watson is practicing. Then Tavian Wicks, Jaden Reed, even Luke Musgrave, the rookie tight end. This could be the healthiest Jordan Love's receiving group has been in a very long time, and that's scary the way he's been playing. You're wearing your Packers colored sweater too,
1: just in honor of (laughs) them. I like that (laughs) green. I like it. (laughs) Swagoo! Your Cowboys can clinch the NFC East and the two seed by beating the Commanders. What are you watching? What is it that Foxy does? I love the fact that they signed Lyle Collins. Bring
2: some more beef and a big body in there. They need to get this going, man, because this is. Think about this. Dak has been playing at this level without the complimentary run game. Now, if they can get this going, that is when you start having a conversation about Dallas and potentially getting to the NFC Championship and playing San Francisco. I'm going to tell you right now, your offense helps you more than your defense when you play the 49ers. As we saw with the Baltimore Ravens, you got to be able to put points on the board. And if you allow them to make you one-dimensional and let those pass rushers get after Dak, it ain't going to turn out how it turned out against the uh, Detroit Lions or
1: anybody else. Okay, so I'm going to upset you now, Okay. but it's not me doing it. It's Fink. It's our coordinating producer, John, stick it in your pipe, Fink. Because all week long, I have set up every Cowboys conversation by talking about them as the two seed, by talking about them at home, by talking about can they finally make this run. Mm -hmm. And Fink said, Greeny, you're talking about them like they've already beaten Washington on Sunday. This is the game they blow. (laughs) This is the game they lose. Look, we know it. We've seen it happen in the last decade. They always lose this game they cannot lose. They were handed a gift. They were given a present by the Eagles last weekend. Is there, there's no way they blow this game Sunday, is there?
2: (laughs) If they do, G, I ain't coming back to work. (laughs) Here's the thing, man. In division, you, you, you both of you guys know this. Sometimes the records don't yeah. don't signal how tough and difficult these games are. That's why you see it all the time. Teams losing. You see Cleveland beat Baltimore. You yeah. know, Baltimore is the better. You see Pittsburgh beat Baltimore. Like these are the games where Dallas needs to establish. All right. We, we, we in the playoffs, but let's not relax. And two, they need some momentum going into these playoffs, especially with what I just talked about with that run game. Well, if they blow this game. I'm going I'm to put a sign outside of the facility because yeah. I only live five minutes from out there yeah. and tell them
1: you're sick now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if The difference between winning and losing this game is the difference between being the two seed yeah. and having every game until the championship game in your building or being the five seed and, let's face it, having no chance whatsoever. Tannenbaum's got one other reason
3: why this might be a little scarier game than you think. Yeah, and we've been there before. Ron Rivera, presumptively, this is his last game, and he is beloved and well-respected by everybody in the NFL and his own players. And I know Graz will say that they haven't done so so far, but this is their last stand, and I'm sure they're going to want to play hard yeah. for their coach, who's probably going to be out on Monday. And again, I think Dallas should win. Clearly, they're the better team. But Greeny, like whatever Washington has, my expectation is they'll leave it on the field on Sunday.
4: Yeah, but you're right, though. Like, why haven't they been doing that for the last month, the way the Chicago Bears have, for example, trying to save their coach's job? Washington feels like they've been fairly checked out. Now, may, you know, maybe they gather it maybe because it's the Cowboys. Hey, let's, let's, let's yeah. mess up the Cowboys postseason. I, I just haven't seen it from this Washington group in a very long time. And, frankly, if the Cowboys don't win the game, one thing I know for sure yeah. is that the Eagles won't win their game either because – no one ever repeats as champion of the <laughs> NFC East. We didn't get to talk about this on Tuesday. 19 we years. I knew it was
1: coming. Yeah, I 19 years. He talked about it
4: before. Weird stuff happens. The refs have to mess up the end of the Cowboy game. <laughs> the Eagles have to blow a lead
1: against the Cardinals. Weird, Weird stuff, stuff always man. happens. You're I'm right. telling you. It took them 10 minutes and 4 seconds to get it in today. <laughs> <laughs> <This is the laughs> best I mean. So what you're telling us is that if the Cowboys somehow manage to lose this game, then the Eagles will lose to the Giants. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. I know that yeah. for sure. stop! And then I know the Cowboys won't win it next no, They okay. are not losing the damn Yeah, I don't game. think they're going to lose okay. the game. Let's, Let's ask we, a serious question. got to stop saying that. They're, because they should win. And Mike okay. said it. I mean, they're the better team. They should yeah. win. If, they, if they're going to do any of the things that we expect them to have a shot to finally do this year, you got to take care of business 100%. on the road. Is this... We've seen the disappointments so many times, so many years in a row. No one agonizes it with it more than you do. Why is it different? What, what, what feels different about this year? One, and this you state? win
2: this game, it's your best chance to at least get to the NFC Championship because right. you're at home. The second thing is your quarterback is playing at a higher level than he's ever played. And two, we've seen Dallas play at elite levels at times during this season, and if they could just sustain that. And here's what the playoffs are about. Speaking from a guy that didn't win many of these games, mm-hmm. but listening to dudes that won Super Bowls, it's a three hour window, right? It's a three hour window of a little of, of being a really good team, having a little bit of luck and playmakers making plays. That is why we think San Francisco is the favorites, because when you look at the team, they littered with the Jimmys and Joes. And usually in the playoffs, that's what it boils down to. But Dallas got some Jimmys and Joes now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's the key to them getting to the NFC Championship and having a chance.
3: Yes, yeah, so I agree. They have a couple of things. They could score. They have the best quarterback in the NFC, in my opinion, yep. and they could rush the passer. Yep. But their Achilles heel is their run defense. And if they score enough points, they can mask it up.
4: The road thing is interesting, too. But their last road game in Miami, they did not win it. But they they were not run out of the building like right. they were in you know Arizona right. and San Francisco. So they have a little bit... Maybe a little bit something like momentum in terms yeah. of this.
1: All right, we problems. are just getting rolling today. It is a special weekend coming up. Today is also a special anniversary for this big fella. You'll see why Uh-oh. as we continue. But as we roll forward here, did you see who Josh Allen was compared to yesterday? Do the Bills need him to have the game of his life in Miami on Sunday night? We'll get to that matchup. Plus, will Sunday be Bill Belichick's last dance? Or is there still a snowball's chance he'll be back in New England? Graz has all the insight as we get this thing going. A Football Friday Get Up on ESPN.
0: We're back on get up. Wake up call. Happy
1: anniversary, Marcus Spears.
0: Intercepted. And LSU has scored on the Marcus Spears interception,
2: the second play of the second half. Put your mouthpiece here. A pick six
1: in the national championship yeah,
2: game. I, bro, first, first of all, I told a lot of people after the game, it's like it's no way it could have been scripted. I'm <laughs> in New Orleans, 45 minutes away from home. LSU ain't won a championship in 40-plus years, and we get a pick six. And this defense, speaking of, we had turned the football over all season long. Nick Saban was the head coach. Will Muschamp was the defensive coordinator. We had a plan for Oklahoma and executed it
1: to perfection. I think that you were with me on the 15-year anniversary of this also, because I Uh, remember I asked you what was going through your mind as you were running in the end zone. What did you tell me? I'm going to get some money.
3: (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what
1: he said. That's exactly what he said. I'm going to get some money. You get
2: an interception in that championship, you're going to get paid. First round pick.
1: I love it. Okay. Uh, Let's look ahead to the weekend. Either or is our next game, Swagoo. We'll start with you. This is Uh, All about the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh, Who will have more total touchdowns, Josh Allen or Tua?
2: Josh Allen, the legs have become a problem for people, and I think it's this new iteration of the offense. We see him pushing the ball down the field a lot more comfortable. Some throws I didn't like against New England, but that's, that's Bill Belichick's defense who's been playing good all year. I think Josh Allen is going to have more
1: total TDs than Tua. Graz, who will have more catches, Stefan Diggs or Tyreek Hill?
4: Tyreek Hill, he's going to have to. It doesn't sound like they'll have Jalen Waddell in this game. They're banged up at running back. I think this is going to be a game where Tyreek Hill has to perform at a high level if they are going to win. Plus, Josh Allen has completed a total of 37 passes in his last three games So it may be that Stephon Diggs doesn't get nearly as many opportunities to catch the ball
1: as Tyreek Hill. Yeah, because they've been running it like crazy, which brings us, Mike T., to this. Who will have
3: more rushing yards, James Cook or Devon Achan? James Cook, same line of thinking. They have become a run team. They're averaging 37 rushing attempts per game since Joe Brady took over. That's who they are. They're throwing it less. They're turning the ball over less. And James Cook is a really important part of this offense, not just rushing, but also receiving. Yeah, but, but Josh Allen
1: remains the focal point whenever you're dealing with Buffalo. And if you don't believe me, just ask the Dolphins' legendary defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio, who had this praise for Allen, comparing him to an all-time great. This guy is
0: the new John Elway on steroids. And I don't mean he's taking steroids. He's just bigger, faster. Um... Cannon for an arm, tough. You know, he's he's a dude.
1: Of that, there is no question. But you just made the point, and Mike T, we were going to do a. Gra- Mike T loves a graphic. We were gonna, <laughs> yeah. from from the time that Joe Brady became the offensive play caller in Buffalo. They legitimately have become a rushing team. I mean, the numbers right. are stark. Is that the formula for them on Sunday night? Absolutely. And we actually do have a graph. We did
3: together. the graph. Yeah, okay. There <laughs> we go. This is Joe Brady, Greeny. exactly to your point. And I think yeah. most significantly, and Swaggo, you'll appreciate this as a guy that had the pick six. Look at the turnover. Yep. So with a defensive head coach in Sean McDermott, Greeny, what they're saying is we could run with James Cook and Josh Allen and look what it's doing for the turnovers. So so Marcus, let's talk about that a minute here, though, because what Allen
1: remains is the guy who, if you need him to, can put on the cape, right? I mean, if you he can put the team on his back. So is this a Josh Allen game on Sunday night, or is this that balanced rushing attack offense?
2: It's that balanced game, once again. And I think for Joe Brady, I think his mindset is we pull that that's break glass in case of an emergency mm. for Josh Allen. And that's a luxury. That's something that I've talked about for years with the Buffalo Bills. I think it cost them an opportunity to get to an AFC championship or even a Super Bowl before this Mm -hmm. is the fact that they wouldn't run the ball. Remember, this was the same team that had Devin Singletary who was running the rock like crazy in Houston. Mm -hmm. They just didn't lean into it. Remember the conversations we had as well when Brian Daybo was the coach, and that is when we got into, well, Josh Allen's career going to be short if he keeps running the ball. Right. And we were all talking about the chances that he took on scrambles but also the design quarterback run. What Joe Brady has done is said this, man. Look, Josh, this is the plan that we're going to go by until we need you to become the guy that everybody knows you can be in certain moments. And you know what it does for Josh? It takes the pressure off of him. Yeah. You don't go into a game saying, I'm going to have to make 50 plays in order for us to win. And you you know me. I hate the turnovers. Yeah. The turnovers have been a thing. It's not something that you can avoid. But I think Josh Allen now has the most help that he's had outside of having Brian day Bowl as a, a play caller.
4: go back to Mike T's graphic those last five games he has reached sixty percent completion in one of them like mm. I, he is not uh, statistically he's not doing much of anything except nope. he's running the ball he, he's got yep. a lot of rush he's got five touchdown passes and four interceptions in that stretch but They've won four of the five games. So I think they're going to stick with what's working because they don't care if it's pretty. They
3: just want to win the game. You agree? I've been really fortunate to work with a lot of great defensive coaches, Parcells, Belichick, Rex, Mangini, and they all say the same thing. They hate when the quarterback can make plays with his legs. It really affects the spacing. Most of the time, it's a great athlete. But Josh Allen's so big, like he could run past you, but he could run over you. And again, I think Sunday night where it's a winner take all, like he like he's going in there with a neck injury, but he plays so physically, that's what's so unusual about his ability. So I might surprise some people by asking Will to
1: put the picks on the screen here. I'll tell you I was a little bit surprised. When I saw that I'm the only one on Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you like the Dolphins? This I
2: think game? it's a home game. I think this is desperation. I think coming off that loss against Baltimore is going to be a lot of incentive. And the only thing that scares me is the Bradley Chubb injury because yeah. you need all hands on but deck. That's awful. They've lost their two pass
1: rushers in the last month. But if you,
2: this is my thought. You look at Buffalo's defense over the last three games. They've lived by pressure. Mm-hmm. This is not the team to miss when you pressure because mm. if you miss it, to the crib
1: explain what it, that means so, so
2: so so i'm sending they have been sean mcdermott has been sending secondary guys in pressure his safeties uh and uh, um poor they've been involved in blitzes that leaves you manned up on the outside and we know what number 10 does when you leave him manned up one too many times and, gee, this is football. Yeah. It only takes three plays right. to score 21 points. Mm-hmm. And this is the team that can do it. So I'm not I'm not 100% like all in with Miami. I think they have an opportunity based on what I've seen from Buffalo defense to be explosive.
3: Reading very similar. And Hambo gave me the stat to illustrate the point. If Tyreek Hill hits two home runs, they win the game. He has 12 touchdowns. On those 12 touchdowns, he averages 38 yards per touchdown. So that's why I think he could flip the game all by himself. Yeah, that's insane. But I think that's – I love it when we can give folks
1: things to watch for. So you're saying specifically Buffalo likes to bring that pressure. Yeah. That's going to leave someone out there all by themselves with Tyreek Hill. If that pressure doesn't get home, then Hill could have a very big night. And I think that's the key, right? Because the Dolph – I I was shocked, too. I thought I'd be the only one on my end.
4: Yeah. the reason it's I'm worried is the injuries. It's not just Bradley Chubb, right, right? right? Like they're beat, they're beat up on offense too, and, and so uh, that's a concern. But the fact that it's in Miami, Buffalo has been winning, but they haven't been looking fantastic, right? right. right? Like they they don't look the unbeatable. Patriots game
2: has something to do with my pick,
4: right? So I, I think it's I think it's about Tua and Tyreek. Yep. Getting together and h- hitting a couple of really massive plays. That 38-yard average would be higher if there wasn't a goal line. Like he'd keep running. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: That's right. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah. that's right. I, I think a Chan is going to be big in this game. Yeah,
1: he's got no mostert, yeah. no waddle. Yep. Oh, I know. They've right. lost it's Jalen amazing. Phillips. They've lost Bradley Chubb. I feel terrible for they've had yeah. They've had the season
4: of their this dreams. Is, this is a chance for Tua to have his real real moment. Right? You're right.
1: That's yeah. that's the, that's the everything key. is at stake yep. in that game. As we continue, rock bottom for Bill and the Patriots. Going to snow. Will Sunday mark the end of an unprecedented 24-year run in Foxborough? If so, what happens next? We're talking about it. Plus, speaking of finales, will Sunday be that for Justin Fields and the Bears? Will Chicago be making a huge mistake if they move in a different direction? We're talking about it next. Get up on ESPN.
0: Bottom
1: of the hour, wake up call on Get Up. What a night for Wemby, Kevin Harlan, Reggie Miller. Take it.
3: Yeah, look at them guard one another. Trying to poke it away. Oh, oh, <laughs> Didn't I say there was going to be plays where you and I were going to be shaking our head? He pulled the rabbit out of his hat right there. Wembenyama. Oh, goes
0: by. And put down! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on. Unicorn. Stop it.
1: All right, what's better than a wake-up call? How about two wake-up calls? Brian Anderson, buzzer beater. Go!
3: The run going up the floor.
1: Jokic has it.
3: Clock takes. Got
0: to put one up. Jokic for the run. Oh! It's good! Yokich got it off in time, and the Nuggets win it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?
1: An unbelievable night in the NBA. We opened with the highlights. Let's see if tonight gives us similar thrills. We got Julius Randle and the Knicks taking on Embiid and the Sixers. Then we got LeBron taking on John Moran. Coverage starts with NBA Countdown, seven Eastern tonight on ESPN. All right, our next game here on Get Up is called Last Dance, Last Chance on some key people around the NFL. Swagu, what are the chances that Russell Wilson leaves the Broncos? 100%. You know what 100% <laughs> mean? Yeah. I mean, I passed the
2: test with flying colors. Yeah. Listen, we all know the saga that has played out between his benching, the asking of the contract situation, and then Sean Payton coming out and saying, we believe in Jerry Stidham. Stop lying. I, like, I, I know you, are Sean, but you're lying. Um, Russ somewhere else, which is good for Russ, which is good. Obviously, Denver Fields is good for them, but I think Russ had a kind of resurgence this year to at least show people I can be a, a, a competent quarterback I can play winning football, and I can also go through adversity mm-hmm. and bounce back. Remember, this team a few weeks ago we were talking about with a chance to make
1: the playoffs yeah. because of how he was playing in this defense. And Mike T, from a general manager's perspective, he's
3: going to be a bargain for somebody, right? This is—it didn't happen in a good way, but he hit the lottery because Denver has to pay him $39 million, so someone's going to sign him for the minimum. Lord. So the Pittsburghs of the world, New Englands, everyone will be in on him. And Russell Wilson will be the most prized and unusual free agent in a few weeks screening. Again, whether you think he's the
1: best player available or not, you can get him, to Mike T's point, for almost nothing. What should we expect with Russell Wilson this offseason? I I don't know that he's going to be anyone's top choice, but he's going to be a
4: good choice for somebody because, I mean, look, he's going to be 36, right? Two teams have given up on him in the last three years. Like, there's, there's stuff working against him, but for that price... Yeah, I yeah. think somebody's going to take a
1: shot on him. And then there's another quarterback who is probably going to be available, who is much younger and in a different situation. Graziano, what are the chances that the Bears keep Justin Fields?
4: I put it at 15%. And I know, look, I, I think the Bears are aware that that the fan base is, is at a point where the, like, a lot of them favor keeping Justin Fields. He's been playing well, he's fun, and he's exciting. But... Fundamentally, he's going into year four. You're still not entirely sure what he's going to be long-term in terms of a franchise quarterback. You have the first pick. If you evaluate Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever as a transformational franchise quarterback, then you have to make that pick. You have to reset the contract to a rookie contract and get what you can get for Justin Fields. It doesn't mean you don't like Fields. It just means this option, big picture, all factors thrown together is the better one. Do
1: you? Do you have to do it?
2: I don't think you have to, but what what Graz is saying is what we've seen this league do time and time again. And then too, like I think this would be good for Justin, right? Like because if there is any inkling in his mind that that this team is going to move on, he can start preparing himself for a future somewhere else. And I'm gonna tell you this, man, he's in his fourth year in the league, and he may be old to Chicago. Yeah. But this playmaking we've seen over the last three or four weeks is somebody's gonna be very enamored by that and what they can do with that.
4: I'll tell you, it's going to be more exciting to teams than a million-dollar Russell Wilson is. Yes, like absolutely. like a, Not necessarily more a better choice or more reliable, but more exciting. More exciting.
3: And, and I think what you have to say is if you're Atlanta and we could get Justin Fields for, let's say, a second-round pick and pay him $35 million a year and say, I have a young ascending quarterback, and now we took care of that problem that we haven't fixed. And then if we're Chicago, look it's not a half million million a year for four years for maybe the best young quarterback we've seen in a long time. That's I get why. that.
1: But everybody is the best young quarterback we've seen in a long time, and half of them don't wind up being that, Mike. That's the problem. And here's the other thing. Caleb Williams doesn't have to be better than Justin Fields. He has to be three first-round picks better, right? You're turning down three ones... So what are the chances that Caleb – look, I, I love the kid, Caleb Williams. This is not in any way meant to suggest I don't think he's going to be great. I hope he winds up being the greatest player of all time. But he's got to be three ones better than Justin Fields
3: to make that work, right? I, no, I don't see it that way because if you go back over the last 10 years, they passed on Patrick Mahomes. They passed on C.J. Stroud. And to grab this point, like, if Caleb Williams is a great quarterback, let's not overcomplicate. Get that position pegged. And Justin Fields, to me, is a good, to very good quarterback. The, the ceiling, to me, is much higher for Williams.
4: And that's the thing, right? Justin Fields is still young, and he still has ceiling. But you've, you've had him, and you're at the point now, we're going into year four, it's time to think about extending him. It's not just, do we keep Justin we, Fields? Yeah. It's do we extend Justin no. Fields? And if you're still not 100% sure about him, and you love this other guy, and it's that much cheaper, then I think you got to do
2: it. Gee, the problem is, it's the business part. Yeah. Right. Like, cause I think everybody can look at, well, I'm I'm not gonna say everybody. I know a lot of people a lot of us can look at Justin Fields and say, that can be a winning quarterback in the yep, NFL. Sure. Yes. And he can be a high-level winning quarterback in the NFL. But now you got that implementation of the business side. Now, if I can get a Caleb Williams for cheaper, who turns out to be better, I don't think it has to be three ones better. I think it just needs to be better than the trajectory that we felt we had with Justin Fields and younger. And maybe we have some of that experience with this guy of winning early because we can build around him. Caleb is going to walk into, him or Drake May, whoever they take first, is going to walk into a way better situation than Justin Fields walked
1: into. That's right. Well, I think that's making the argument on the other side, to be honest with you. I think well, so the most important assessment that, that any organization of any kind and maybe an individual can make is a self-assessment. The Bears need to look in the mirror and say, what role have we played in Justin Fields not turning into the player that we thought he might be when we first drafted him? And if they're starting to get it right, maybe they get it right around him and Marvin Harrison and one other good receiver and another offensive lineman. And all these picks that you get, and those guys are cheap too. So I understand you're not getting the cheap quarterback, but you're getting a bunch of other inexpensive players with these draft picks.
3: Totally fair, but at the end of the Green, we should be able to go get an offensive lineman. We should be able to go get another receiver, too. But if Caleb Williams is close to this transformational player, that is really hard to find. The-
4: it is to Justin Fields and the Bears' credit that they've played well enough over the last month that this is a conversation. So that this is a conversation. Yes. And do you think
2: Caleb Williams or Drake May is going to be Joe Burrow? Right. That's the question you well, got to ask yourself. If the
4: answer to that is
1: yes, then right. it's a no-brainer. Of course. But I how many? The reason we how say do that know? is because yeah. the right. Joe Burrows are one in a million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they say Caleb, Caleb is. And Greedy, to your point, <laughs> you know, uh, they told uh, me Trevor Lawrence
3: was that. They right. tell me
1: guys are that all the I time. i I don't want
3: them to get rid of Justin. And here's the. One question on Caleb Williams. Lincoln Riley is a really good coach and his turnovers haven't gotten better. That is the one question he's gonna have to answer between now and the draft. I don't like I like I love the
1: kid. I hope he's great. I'm not in any way I'm merely saying this idea that it is a, a fait complete does not let, make sense to me. Let, oh, okay. Right. No, well, I'm I'm gonna gonna to change, no, I'm gonna put myself. Yeah. I'm gonna put
2: myself in the draft position of, of the Chicago Bears. Go. I'm keeping Justin Fields. I'm right. drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. And at ten, I'm drafting the offensive lineman. And I'm building this team because I think that you quarterback... you might be able
1: to trade back two picks and still get Marvin wh- Harrison.
2: Whatever you do, I think that quarterback is good enough to win at a high level yes. in this league. Trade back. Trade yeah. back
1: two spots. I don't. I don't have the draft order in front of me, but whoever's gonna pick after. Washington, New England maybe, wants to come up there and get, trade back a couple of picks and and still get Marvin Harrison. Speaking of New England, I have one more in our game here, and that is for you, Mike Tannenbaum.
3: What are the chances that Bill Belichick is back with the Patriots next year? You know, Greedy, I put it at 25%. Look, it looks like it's close to the end here. He's going to be 72, arguably the greatest coach in the history of our game. It hasn't gone well three of the last four years are losing seasons, but I think there is a puncher's chance that he gets in a room with Mr. Kraft on Monday and they figure out a path forward. So, Will, let's kill the soundbite here. I'll I'll just
1: paraphrase because we went longer than we meant to. Mike Reese came on yesterday and just basically told us um, that on Monday, Belichick will meet with, with Robert and Jonathan Kraft. Talk about where things have gone, and they will figure out together, amongst the three of them, what happens from here. Uh, and so what is your expectation there? You had the story a few weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, signs seem to be pointing to this being the end. Yes, I, signs seem to be pointing that way, but... It is Bill
4: Belichick. It is the Patriots. We don't know really until the very end what the owner will ultimately do. We do all this reporting on these coaching situations, what seems likely to happen, what we think will happen, and in the end, the owners of these teams are the only ones that can decide, and we're really not in their heads. So can Bill Belichick convince Robert Kraft in a Monday meeting that he deserves to stay on for another year or two, long enough to break that Don Shula record? Can they come to some kind of an arrangement where they bring in somebody to to help out with personnel, maybe a GM, which Belichick has been for 20-plus years? Would Belichick be okay with an arrangement like that? Mm. I think there are things that can be done that save it. I still think it's more likely that someone else is coaching the
1: team next year. But 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 I I can't get anyone to tell me it's 100%. (laughs) Reese did say that, that, that Belichick might be open to the idea of somebody knows well, somebody's comfortable with, I don't know, someone he has sauna with on occasion, <laughs> coming in and handling personnel for him, Mike Tannenbaum. Don't feel no pressure. Ringing? I'm yeah, just yeah, looking uh, at I'm, it.
3: I'm, I'm really happy here. You trying to get rid of me? No, 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 no. I was going to say. I'm merely trying saying. Trying to put you in your, in your position I, I, I you at, a, a, Jonathan be Oh yeah, it. Jonathan Kraft? Oh, yeah, hi. You look, know, I know there's another former jet that sits here every Monday with like a billboard up, but I'm actually pretty happy here. I love it. Rick is the defensive coordinator. There you go.
4: <laughs> I, just, I just don't want Mike T to be a GM again because then he'll stop returning my tech.
3: That's
4: <laughs> <laughs> a part of the contract.
1: We'll see. we got a huge weekend coming up where a lot of decisions that are going to get made. And then there are some teams that still got to show us something. The truth hurts when it comes to the Eagles. Does Philly have an identity crisis? Can they fix it Sunday? Can they get this thing right to make another playoff run? We're talking about them as we get up with you on ESPN. to be a spectacular day of football on ESPN tomorrow more or less is brought to you by ESPN bet let's look at some of these big games Graziano, I'll start with you CJ Stroud more or less 258 and a half passing yards.
4: let's say more I-, I like Houston in this game and I think it's going to be a big moment for young CJ Stroud capping off not capping off because if they win it uh, they'll go to the playoffs but I, I think it's I think it's going to be a nice national showcase for a guy that's been one of the great stories of the year, and I think he's going to have a big game.
1: I'm with you, and I think he should be offensive rookie of the year. We can debate that later on. I've seen a lot of that online. Swagoo, let's go to Sunday night. Josh Allen, more or less two-and-a-half touchdown passes against Miami. I'm going to go less. Yep. We just talked about how this run game has taken
2: effect. Josh Allen has eight touchdowns since this change on the ground. We look at what uh, James Cook has been doing. I think he has a passing touchdown, but the the focal of this team is the run game. And the run game is what's going to help them if they win this game, get in the playoffs, and try to make a run.
1: Yeah, He could run for some of these touchdowns. If it was total touchdowns, I might feel differently, too. Eagles, Mike T., more or less
3: 23-and-a-half total points against the G-men. Great, I'm going more. I'm not nearly as down on, on Philly as other teams. They could score on offense, and they could still get to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes last year. Their defense stinks, but this is a team that could score a lot of points, and they have a formula to win on Sunday and go deep into the playoffs. Okay,
1: so, so let's stop here because <laughs> I, I've been here all week long. And I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm distracted by the corner of my eye. But look, look how much bigger Marcus looks than Dan.
4: <laughs> this is That's not, why he has to stand here. If we switch not. places
1: and he's closer to the camera, it I'm would look sorry. Like he would put me in his pocket. can, can, me, we, can, can we, you can get my glasses? Can we? Can we get an apple box Thank for Mr. B. Graziano, please? <laughs> what it is? Like I don't know. I'm doing TV with football players. Seriously, like, <laughs> you're gonna, Go ahead, Hembo, bring it in, please. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand on a box. Don't no, no, do, no, she's do she's my man like that. Don't do my man like that.
4: Stand on the box. I'm just my I, like that. I was Thanks distracted I am what I am okay yeah.
2: one way or another my man is who he is man he looks
3: like
1: he could put you in his advantages to both okay anyway where was I oh all week long I've been here and all I've got is everybody telling me the Eagles are awful their body yeah. language is awful the offense is awful A.J. Brown is mad they all walk off the field angry at each other everything else and now I got Tannenbaum telling me they could go to the Super Bowl so Marcus what
2: uh, they can't go to the Super Bowl. Ooh. I disagree with that because that that defense is awful. I agree with you offensively. Last week, you scored 30 points, you lose the game. Yeah, That's right. the biggest indictment on the Philadelphia Eagles defense as anybody. This secondary, gee, they got people running free. It, it looked like a marathon being ran yeah. in the secondary against the Philadelphia Eagles, man.
4: And, and secondary, yeah, but they got run all over by James Conner and the Cardinals. It wasn't just the secondary. 100%, They're breakdowns
3: all over the place. On they are, they are the getting Darius Slay back. And, again, I'm not saying that's going to change everything yeah, yeah. defensively, but how do you win in the playoffs? you got to score points. They could score points, and they could rush the passer. Mike T. When we talk about Dallas. The problem
2: anyway, is everybody else can. Who they going to play. Everybody else can. You, you, you are not going to get – the other team's defenses are going to get more stops than Philly's defense. And that's the problem. I'm, I think they can score still. Like, I think this offense is terrifying in the playoffs to people as far as how many points that they can put up on the board as long as they take care of the football. But defensively, man, who else is terrified? Dallas is terrifying offensively. Mm-hmm. Detroit is terrifying offensively. And when you are going into the playoffs with the worst defense, that's the problem for me, man.
1: So if everything goes the way we generally expect it to go this weekend, the Eagles will be the five seed going into the playoffs. They will open at the winner of the NFC South. That certainly feels as we put this up on man. the screen here. And Graziano, winnable. quickly, before everyone loses their <laughs> mind, tell them
4: why so you've got the Giants. We know that the Eagles cannot win the NFC East, so I'm hedging. I'm taking the Cowboys to win. I'm taking the Giants to win because I am certain that one of those things will happen. That's the only thing I'm certain of other than the Cowboys won't win the division next Because they cannot be
1: a repeat winner in that division. hasn't happened in 19 years. Weird things always happen. Again, assuming that everything— mess up the game. So assuming it goes the way we expect it to, that the Cowboys win the division and the Eagles are the wild card— they open at the winner of the NFC South. That's Atlanta, that's uh Tampa. Tampa. Feels winnable. Feels right? winnable. Feels winnable Now fulfilling. you go on. Now you're either at yeah. Detroit or Dallas. I mean they've played Dallas close. Obviously, they beat yeah, it one time this year. They can't win that
2: game? They can. I don't ever say an NFL team can't win a game. Right? The odds are against them, no G. And the way that Dak is playing, the way that these offenses have been performing in the NFC at times, this is a scary proposition for the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, they made a defense coordinator change in the middle yeah. of the season. And got worse. Like, and got worse. Yeah. So, and, and look, I'm going to give the defense credit too, because they did get a pick six against Kyler Murray and put points on the board and still gave up 33 points.
1: Yeah. yeah. So now the Eagles are, are this is one of the really confusing, confounding stories. I just,
2: I just can't believe they are this bad A lot
4: of turnover on that side of the ball. They lost guys to free agency. Know, they man. drafted a lot of young guys they had and still have high hopes for, but those that they haven't filled in the way they yeah. hoped they would immediately. Final so,
3: thought, quick. Pass rush could mask a lot of those ills. But they don't have it this year. They
1: rushed the passer like crazy last year. They're not getting home the not way they the did stacks, yeah. a year ago. Uh, quickly, Graziano, let's run the hurry up because folks need injury updates as we get set for this weekend. Let's start with Trevor Lawrence. That's you game Trevor Lawrence has a shoulder injury cost him last week's game first game
4: he's ever missed he has been able to throw at practice a little bit this week there's hope in Jacksonville that he'll be able to go for this game massive game if they win their division champions for the second year in a row uh, the other NFC South division their leader is the, is the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield has a rib injury, as you can, as you can see. Uh, that, that muster, I wonder why. Uh, he has been able to practice this week, <laughs> but you know, like, he's going to play in some pain and discomfort, uh, but the expectation is that he will be able to answer the bell and play for the Buccaneers. If they win, they are division champions uh, for what would be the third year in a row. And then Dalvin Cook, pictured here as a Jet, uh, is now a Baltimore Raven. Jets released him from his contract, and he agrees to terms yesterday with the Ravens. He wanted out of the deal with the Jets so he could sign with a playoff contender. He is now a member of the team that is going to be the number one seed in the AFC. That is everyone's favorite to win the Super Bowl at this point. And we'll see what kind of role he has. He didn't have one uh, with the Jets. We'll see if Baltimore's
1: got bigger plans for him. He literally didn't have one. He was uh, he, he dressed last Thursday night and didn't play a snap. But the Jets had no idea how to use him once they lost Rodgers. He will make a play somewhere along the line for these Ravens. A
2: hundred percent. And remember, the Ravens were a three-headed monster running back before they lost the rookie who was doing a phenomenal job. Explosive is what Dalvin Cook still can be, especially an offense that creates so much space with Lamar Jackson and these receivers and 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 just from a sheer number standpoint, yeah. like having enough guys in the stable, I think Dalvin is a perfect complement mm-hmm. to what they're already doing. You got your battering ram and Gus, you got Justice Hill who's a quick change-up guy, and now you bring an experienced vet in there.
3: Quick. Great move by a great organization. They right. lose Keaton Mitchell. Yep. He's going to help at some point over the next month. Alright, we have so much more coming on this Football Friday, and we also
1: have the best NBA highlights It's of the year. There has There has not been a better game in the NBA to watch the highlights of than the one we're going to show you off the top of the hour. I promise. (laughs) Don't miss it next.